Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Bitter Rivals podcast, powered by T-Gem. Uh, I am Avery. This is Gatano. And I think I already said, I don't know if I already said this is episode 45, and there's a lot going on. Um, so there wasn't actually many games because of the All-Star break, yep. but we do have the All-Star break to talk about. We have some rocky situations going on in, in Chicago. Um, we got some Olympic puck to talk about. We got some Olympic puck, women's Olympic puck. Canada's up 23-2 over the first <laughs> two games. They're, they're, they've scored 23 goals and allowed two, so. They're kind of good. They're, uh, yeah, they're faring well. Uh, Gitano has got some Carey Price, uh, discussions to have, and yeah, so let's get started. We'll start like we always do, Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, another heart-wrenching comeback win for some reason. I feel more comfortable with the team being down 3-1 than up 3-1. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I forgot, I think that game ended up being a 7-4 game with a couple empty netters, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. They stormed back to make it 5-4. Austin Matthews with a hat trick. And, uh, yeah, it um, similar to, similar situation to what they did on Saturday night. This game was on Monday night. Uh, that was against we'll the, the Devils, right? Rings. Yeah, pardon? Yeah. It was against the Devils, right, on Monday? Yeah, Monday against okay. the Devils, Saturday against the Detroit Red Wings. And then Tuesday, we just absolutely blew them out. Like, it was a 7-1 game, and it was not close seemed like everything we were putting on net was going in and they had like no actual scoring opportunities and it was just a perfect hockey game nearly. And uh, yeah, after that, we moved into the all-star break. But before we get to that, Catano, why don't you go on a little bit of Montreal, uh, get, yeah. give us some Montreal information. So Montreal only played the one game uh, this week. I think it was Monday or Tuesday night against Columbus. Um, lost 6-4 or 6-3 or 6-4. Second and third periods really good, but we spotted him four goals in the first. Montembeau didn't last 10 minutes. Uh, Primo actually played really well the two and a, two and a bit periods he played. But, like, you're just not going to win games giving teams four goal leads in the first period. You're just not. <laughs> but the, No, uh, and actually similar situation with Toronto is in that, um, in that first New Jersey game, Jack Campbell actually got pulled after allowing three on, like, nine shots in the first 10 yeah. minutes. So. Yeah, it's just, I mean, uh, you can win games uh, spotting a team three or four in the first, but uh, Montreal is not going to. No. Um, but the big thing uh, that day was the Carey Price presser before the game. Um, so it was the first time he spoke to the media since, well, would have been the Stanley Cup final game five after that. Um, so it was just great to see him, uh, you know, talking to the media. Uh, he looked really good, sounded really good. Um couple of the big things he said uh, was that he was planning on playing this year still. Um, actually, the quote here would be, uh, it's a big part of my identity, for one. Being a goaltender for the Montreal Canadiens has been my life for over a decade. To be able to put on that sweater again is what's keeping me motivated at this point. Um, so that's great. Love to hear that from him. Uh, someone also asked him about uh, potentially leaving Montreal. He said that he's, that's not even crossed his mind. He signed for the length that he signed with the no move with the intention of being a Montreal Canadian. So that's not even like cross his mind. So that's as a Habs fan, fantastic to hear. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. But like, he looked good. He sounded good. Everything sounded like it was going good. Um, you know, hopefully we see him back this year. Really, really hoping we do. <laughs> we could use him. Yeah. What do you guys have? Eight wins. Something like that. It's not, I think you it's actually not a lot. Eight wins, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. 
But yeah, um, that, that, is, that is it for Montreal news because then we only played the one and then went into All Star Weekend. Yeah, so All Star Weekend. Speaking of it, uh, you know they had an opportunity to make it really good and they just somehow blew it again. You know what? They, they actually the skills competition was actually quite fun. I'm not gonna lie. I've I enjoyed that more than I've enjoyed a skills competition in a very long time. Yeah, um, but like. They, they, they really leaned into the Vegas for it, and it was great. Yeah, no, I, I, that's what I mean. They had an opportunity, and I think that's what I like with the with the cool events that they had, like the the one in the Bellagio Fountain. That was so yeah. cool. Yeah, and, uh, shout out Nick and, Suzuki for shooting in that. He was great. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was all right. Oh, wait, can we talk? Uh, was it Jocelyn Lamoureux Davidson fucking lit that up? That lit that event up. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she was fucking. Yeah, she was. She, yeah, because I think it was uh, Huberto took like 40 seconds. Yeah. And then the next guy up was Giroux, and I think he was at like 28 or yeah, something like that. And then like she comes 13. up and posts like a 16. <laughs> like yeah. she was killer. Like she was yeah. phenomenal in that. Yeah. Hardest shot, Victor Hedman. Wasn't Obviously. surprised to see that. Um, Timo Meyer. I don't know where he came from with a fucking 100 something mile an hour clapper. He was like yeah, 101, no. I think. Like that was incredible. I didn't see that from him at all. No, that's that was cool. Um, yeah, uh, I really Tom liked... Wilson, all star. Yeah, Tom Wilson. He was using uh, Jack Eichel's sticks, eh? Was he? See that clip? Yeah. Uh, he was. I forget who he was talking to, but it was one of like someone was mic'd up and they were like talking about the sticks for the hardest shot. And he goes, "Oh yeah, these are Eichel's. They gave me one of Eichel's because it was like a higher flex." Eichel's wild, eh? Yeah. Can't wait for him to get back in the league. I was looking back at that 2015 draft the other day. It like the top ten is just silly. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. Like, that's like that's you could throw that up there with I think oh five was one of the other like fucking just like stacked all the way through. Yeah, just a silly amount of NHLers like solid top line yeah. NHLers came out of that draft. Uh, but yeah, back to the skills competition. I liked that like the twenty one and twenty two. That was a great concept. Yeah, but the execution was a little off. But that's like, what I'm trying to the, say. The idea was fucking killer. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't even live. Like, they pre-recorded it on the strip during the day, yeah. which was also kind of annoying, <laughs> to be 100% honest with you. Yeah. But, I mean, I think some of the other guys had other events to do, right? So you couldn't be fucking, like... You couldn't they be did the one them. in the Bellagio. That one wasn't live. Are you sure? I'm, like, a, I'm like 99% sure the Bellagio Fountain and the 21 for 22 weren't live. Uh, I, I thought the, I thought the Bellagio one was I, because the, the the 21 and 22 was like there was light. The Bellagio, it was dark. True. Uh, maybe because I know Suzuki was one of the passers in the uh, accuracy. So I like I know he was out there like not in any equipment. So I don't think that they fucking like had him out there in his equipment, brought him out there, brought him back to get back in his equipment to fucking pass in the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't to know. Me, it just doesn't doesn't make any sense that they would have done that. It makes a lot more sense that they would have pre-recorded that. Yeah. Anyway, it was kind of annoying. I didn't like it. I was yeah. frustrated. And and then <laughs> the All Stars, like how, like Trevor Zegris. Okay, was, we, let's just uh, before we before we get to breakaway competition, uh, Campbell and Vasilevsky won save streak. Uh, they were great for the Atlantic. Uh, Sebastian Ajo won accuracy shooting. Um, yeah. Fucking barely. He fucking barely hit that target. Yeah, by like um, an inch. Oh, like just took a little fucking chunk of it, just that little bit, but he got it. Um, and then fastest skater, where the fuck did Jordan Cairo come from? Yeah, yeah, he beat uh, <laughs> McDavid, McCarr. McDavid finished fourth. 
Like, I'd have fucking happily bet the house on McDavid winning that. Yeah, good thing he didn't. All right. So now let, let's get into the uh, the breakaway challenge. How does Trevor Zegers not win? Okay. <laughs> so, like, what, four, it was five shooters, right? Yeah. Zegers, Kirill. Dollar Dollar Bill Kirill. Uh, then it was, was it Zegers right after Kirill? I think so. I think so. And then Jack Hughes, Hughes and mini Hughes. Debrinkit doing hangover. Okay. Debrinkit and then, uh, Petro. Yeah. So like the the first four, so let's start with Kirill doing the, uh, 2009 OV impression from the all-star game in Montreal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Took, took off his wild jersey, had the OV jersey, the bucket, the Gatorade, the whole fucking thing. Used the wrong handed stick. Like, great. Like, super fun stuff. Did the hot stick celebration. Like, yeah, amazing. Uh, Zegris steps up. And I'll let you, because you love this. So I'll let you describe it. Okay, so I honestly don't even know how he, like, it looked like he had glue on the toe of his blade of his stick. Because, first of all, he's blindfolded. He rips off all his stuff, and he's got the dodgeball, like Vince Vaughn dodgeball. The average Joe's gym. The average Joe's, <laughs> like, uniform on. So that was stellar to begin yeah. with. They then, he he then has a blindfold put on him. He yeah. then puts, I think it was like, huge. From, from the movie, from the movie. Yeah. That's the whole thing, yeah. Yeah. And then proceeds to one hand Michigan the puck onto the, onto his blade somehow. <laughs> this is blindfolded. Yeah. And, and skating down the ice. And skating down the ice. Oh, and dodgeballs are getting thrown at him. <laughs> and he keeps the puck on his stick, moving it back and forth with one hand on his stick. And it never touches the ice. And he scored. Yeah, he did like a 360 and like whipped it into the net. Like It was absolutely the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen somebody do with a hockey stick. Like, and so when I first watched it, I thought he missed. I didn't see him score, but I was like, oh, like, that was still really cool, even though he didn't score. And then they showed the replay, and it goes in. I was like, oh. Like, that's... That's the coolest thing I've ever seen on a rink. Like, ever. 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 I will, like, I'll ne- you'll never see anything cooler than that until the next All-Star game when Zegers does something even fucking crazier. Like, that was insane. That And he didn't win. Like, that's the... Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll go on for the, for the rest <laughs> of them. So, right. next up was... Uh, Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes. So he does a kind of magic. magic. It's Vegas. Yeah, it's Vegas. So he did a little magic, little mini Jack Hughes. And it was actually, I think it was the devil's trainer's son. Yeah. Was the kid in in the the magic box. And he just like skates up to a box, throws a bunch of hockey equipment in it. And then a kid comes flying out, mini Jack Hughes. And then they did the same move that he just failed and scores. And then they do the double stick toss, which was a nice touch. Yeah, and like they, I don't know. I mean, obviously they tried to do it synchronized, but like they nailed it. Like it was like perfectly synchronized. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. The double stick toss. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, and then up next was Debrinkat. Yeah, uh, he did. Uh, so he was dressed as Alan from The Hangover with the baby on his uh, like strapped to himself. Uh, then he had I, who's the football player from the Las Vegas Raiders? I don't know yeah, his name. Quarterback Derek Carr. Him. So he came out, uh, someone dresses Mike Tyson dragging a stuffed tiger, and then uh, someone else dressing up as the other guy from The Hangover. I don't remember his name. Um, 
But anyway, so they did, you know, they're all characters from The Hangover. Uh, he took a pass from, like, the, the quarterback Carter. there. Yeah, threw, threw him a football, he took it, and dangled the goalie. Again, like, just great, great fun stuff. Like, super, yeah. you know, built into the Vegas thing. Like, it was really, really fun. And then Petro came and ruined everything. Yeah, I don't even remember what the first part of his thing okay. was. So, so the first part was he literally just went on a breakaway and missed. And then uh, the camera, like, cut to, like, Carrot Top, the comedian magician guy, like, screaming at Crack him to, it. like, yeah, yeah, screaming at him to do it again. Which I was like, okay, that that's fun, like, leading into, like, the Vegas thing. Like, you know, that's kind of fun. Um, And then the Vegas, they had, like, their drummers all come out and they, like, made a line. And then he just kind of went down the middle of the line and missed again. And won. And won. For some odd reason. Like. After just... Zeker pulled off the craziest thing that we've ever seen on on ice. Like any of those first four could have won and I would have been okay with. Like. No. Zegers had to win. No, no. Okay. But you know what I mean? Like if they had said fucking like Debrinket or Kirill or Hughes had won. Like he'd be like, okay, like. Like I get, I get it. Like they they did. Yeah, some, but Petro you know, was actually the worst one. Petro was just fucking awful. Yeah, Petro. I, I nobody knew why the hell he was there in the first place. No, uh, I had said that they should have swapped him and Timo Meyer. Have Petro and Harder shot and Timo Meyer in the breakaway competition because then you know that just kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, sure it does. Yeah, I, just, I have no idea why he was in there at all. And then they just give him the win because Vegas. Yeah. And one yeah. of the things uh, I didn't even think about until I saw someone tweet about it after, they're like, people bet money on the breakaway challenge. Like, you you, you could have bet money on that. And because John Hamm gave, gave his buddy a fucking score of 19, like, people lost money. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And the NHL is like, I know they're trying to get serious about betting. Like, you can't have that bullshit. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> uh, that's wild. Yeah. All right, anyway. and on to the actual All-Star game itself. Um, I honestly don't even remember what happened. I think the Metro won. The Metro did win. Claude Giroux was the All-Star um, MVP. He was great. Uh, no real great great moments. Like, a couple okay goals. Actually, Giroux had one nice goal. In the, Giroux's in the goal game. was filthy. <laughs> he absolutely um, sent that goaltender into the corner. Oh, like, it was hilarious. Um, yeah. But yeah, other than that, Nothing really special about it. It was just another all-star game. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly performed and nobody knew who he was. I doubt that. Well, I mean, if they did know who he was, they didn't act like it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was All-Star Weekend. Yippee! Yeah. Boy, I'm glad we didn't go to the Olympics. <laughs> anyway. Right, uh, moving on to some Olympic puck. Well, I was just saying, I got to fill in the blank for you. Just sticking with the All-Star, and then we can go into Olympics. Uh, if you were an All-Star, what event would you be competing in? I'd probably be doing the... Hmm. I'd probably either be doing Accuracy or Breakaway Challenge. Okay. I, I've seen you on Breakaways, and you're fucking disgusting. So, And I feel like you're creative enough that you come up with some fun shit, so like, I back that. Yeah, the only thing is I can't do any Michigan stuff. Like, like that's the one thing that I just have never been able to do is any of that crazy shit. But I guess I could try. Yeah. So, anyway, 
we're gonna get uh oh, hey. yeah we'll get we'll get to we're, we're going to the rink later we'll we'll, we'll work on oh, some breakaway stuff yeah, and no, uh no. what i said you can i'm not we got uh we got some pads too for our buddy there so we're gonna have a goalie <laughs> Yeah, no. Right. So, so me, I'm not like a high skill guy. I'm a high effort guy. Um, so I would be fastest skater. Cause, yeah. Yeah, yeah I could see that fastest skater. You, you've seen me fly around the rink. I got wheels when I turn them on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like none of the like hardest shot. I don't have a slap shot. You, you've seen that firsthand. Um, breakaways, I'm meh. I'm not creative. I'm, uh, I want to score. So I'd be, I would have been the jackass in the. Uh, in the save streak that just fucking ruins all the goalies save streak that would have been me just bar down on all <laughs> steven stamkos bing oh yeah but yeah fastest yeah. skater for sure yeah no i would i i think that's i would agree with that nomination for you anyway moving on to the olympics uh has the men's even started yet no way eh? they've not started yet i think they start thursday well think, the women are morning. absolutely ridiculously good our canadian women are just dominant i mean like look, we expected them to be this good but like it's still just so incredible to see it yeah like they're like disgusting just throwing up double digit goals in both games so far and like oh. for fun <laughs> yeah like just ridiculous so uh 12-1 they beat switzerland <laughs> and then 11-1 they beat finland yeah, and I think Finland's, like, isn't Finland supposed to be, like, decent? Yeah, Finland's supposed to be decent. And then we actually have the Olympic athletes of Russia tonight at 11 p.m. And I don't think they're very good. I think I saw the States beat them 5 nothing and outshot them 63-12. to 12. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, at, like, and everyone's scoring. That's the thing. Like, as far as I've seen, it's been pretty spread out. I know uh, a couple people have got hat tricks. I think Sarah Nurse put up a hat trick the other night. Um, Mary Philip Pelaine's got a couple. Like, it's just, they're so good. Yeah, dominant. Absolutely dominant. They look like just, and when you watch them play, they're just in a different class than everybody Honestly. else. Like, Honestly. it's not even. Other, other than the States. Other than the Yeah, States. them in the States. Like, that's those are the two teams. They're just in a different it's a different ballpark. Like it, truly it, is. it feels like they're not playing the same sport sometimes. Well, it feels like you're watching like a like a triple A team take on like a house league team. Like that's <laughs> honest to God. That's that's no, what hey, I I've I've been on the receiving end as a house league team a lot of those times. And yeah, like that's that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I gotta fill in the blank for you, Ave. Your favorite yeah. Mary Philip Poulain goal for Team Canada is blank. Uh the one she scored last summer. Oh, Tizzy, Bar Dizzy uh, in the Women's World Championship final, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Marie-Philippe Poulain, <laughs> bar down. I couldn't say that. Sorry. I uh, shaking off some cobwebs still from uh, the old Saturday night. But uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's my favorite. What a just absolutely. Yeah, because they played for like lethal. three minutes. They played like three minutes after that because they didn't know it went in. It was that perfectly bar down. Yeah, it was lethal. It was like nobody is stopping that. No, no. You like, throw Vasilevsky in that, he ain't, he's not stopping that. That no. was a picture perfect no. shot. Yeah, bar down. Yeah. So my favorite's got to be Sochi overtime winner for the gold medal. Well, she actually scored the tying goal and then the OT winner. Um, yeah. That's just fucking big dick energy. Yeah. Against the states, tie it up like the last minute, and then fucking score the OT winner. Like, 
yeah. for Olympic gold, like it doesn't it doesn't get bigger than that. That is the yeah, that cemented her as that. one of Canada's hockey greats right there. Oh, like instantly. Yeah, and like yeah, the tire in the in the winner. She she kind oh. of already was at that point, but like, and if anyone had scored that, like whoever scored that winning goal, kind of gets that moment. But to have her do it too is just fucking like she's legit a goat, legit. Yeah, spectacular, spectacular. Yeah. So the men, I believe, they kick off or they their first puck drop is I want to say it's Thursday morning. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they they look all right. You know, I feel like that's going to be a decent uh, decent team for them. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, the thing is, though, is I honestly I found with like the whole Olympics, like not even just hockey, when the men said they weren't like the like the world or when the NHL said they weren't going, man, I I just have not had any interest in the entire Olympic game since I don't know why. I just can't bring myself to be in like. I, See, I, I I'm the exact opposite. I'm the kind of guy that like when the Olympics are on, I've always got them on my TV, and I like, I just support Team Canada for fucking like everything. We're, we're talking like luge, fucking curling, in the Olympics, like fucking like water polo. I'm getting fucking super into it every time. Yeah, I no, see, I, I just, I don't know. I'm not that into, and like, especially it being in Beijing and like just the situation that we're in, I'm just not, yeah. I'm just not there for it. Like, did you see what happened to David Krejci? No. Landed and tested positive and now he might be stuck there for like <laughs> over a month. Fuck. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not interested. And I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's kind of bad, but it is what it is. Uh, speaking of bad, uh, let's get into a Chicago Blackhawks discussion here. Again. <laughs> like, it feels like we we have to do this too often, Abe. If like you this... haven't, uh, for the listeners, if you haven't seen the clip of Rocky Wirtz responding to Mark Lazarus's question at the uh, at the town hall, the Blackhawks town hall that they hosted. Like, how do you... Anyway, if you haven't seen that clip, I really do encourage you to to go see that clip and use it as a reference point for how not to act. That's that's what I would encourage you to do. Because that is some of the most deplorable, despicable, dickhead behavior I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't know how else to describe what... Like, I couldn't... Uh, like, I if I spent weeks trying to formulate a worse response to that question so first let's start with the question the question was basically uh moving forward because of the kyle beach situation what has your organization what has the business done to protect players and empower players to make sure that something like that does not happen again and can I just can I just interject and say he literally could have just said nothing. He could have completely ignored the question, moved on to the next question. That would have been a better answer than what he said. Yes. And he that was, that is that is speaking volumes. Yes. Yes. So he begins his answer competitively by waving off everybody else on stage. He's on stage with his son Danny who has been doing lots of work actually. He's been the only guy in that entire organization who has been doing work for exactly what the question was, what for the future, right? Like that's what he's been doing. And same with the other two executives that were on stage there, right? They wanted 
to they actually wanted to answer this question. But Rocky, the owner of the team and chairman of the team, says, I got this. And he goes on a rant saying that we are not going to speak about Kyle Beach. We are moving. He basically like I'll, 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 I'll make it short. I paid the money. I don't I'm not getting asked about this anymore. I don't want to talk about it. I paid the money for the lawyers. I paid the settlement. I don't want to talk about it anymore. That's what he said. I'm rich. You're not. Fuck off. That's what Rocky Wirtz said. And like, I don't know how you how you say that and don't just like spontaneously combust out of just pure awfulness. Well, like I I couldn't I couldn't that's get not the how physics works, Katana. Let's keep this conversation serious. Like seriously, fuck that okay. guy, man. Uh, like like it, it, like it made me I, I couldn't listen to the whole clip. I felt physically ill because I'm like, how do you like how do you say that and just not like how I, I just don't I don't get that at all. Like it's so. And then the best awful. part is the best part is his son Danny literally after he goes on the rant, after he goes on the rant says if I can just speak to what we are doing on the future. And Rocky, his father, literally says, no, it's none of your business. And repeats, it's none of your business, like six fucking times. But here's the thing, is like, it it is entirely our business. Yes, yes. Like, absolutely. that's, That's what that whole investigation, like, was kind of about, was like, that that is our business. That is everyone's business when people are getting sexually harassed and assaulted at your, like, in your organization it becomes everyone's business immediately yes and 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 the thing is it's a town hall do you not think that question is coming that's what you prepared because that's what i believe i honestly believe that wasn't a knee-jerk reaction that he knew he was gonna say that he was going he wanted to say fuck you i'm rich you're not shut up yeah he he knew if he got that question that was the answer they were getting that that was and he had to have known the question was coming half like, how do you not in that yeah, scenario? Like, how You're is that not a town hall? This is what's been that, going on for the past year. How is that not the year. first question? That should have been question number one. What else would you, we ask you about? The team's shit. You're not going anywhere. There's nothing else to talk about. No, the, the story around the Blackhawks for the last year and a half has been this. It's been nothing to do with on the ice or fucking, you know, prospects or anything like no 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 like this has been the, the conversation around the chicago blackhawks for a year and a half i i i i was shocked when i heard like i read some of the quotes first and then when i watched the video i almost threw up yeah i, I couldn't get through the video I, I it made me so just angry and fucking like i i don't know how you say that like like how unbelievable absolutely deplorable like absolutely deplorable and like i said he that's the answer that this guy had prepared (laughs) and like seriously his kid like his kids sitting there looking at him as he's going on this rant and like i you can read the body language on everybody on stage's face they're just like you are absolutely sewering us right now you are throwing a grenade for no reason like for absolutely no reason I don't I just don't understand it I really don't understand it and I don't understand how he can sit there and keep him like keep himself on as chairman after like yeah just insane just you know you know ridiculous 
when we were talking about the NHL and the HDA, like how that was like a fucking a muffin of a pitch to them that all they had to do was swing and like that that's a muffin of a question for him, honestly. If if he's got, you know, half a brain, it's a muffin of a question. This is what we're doing, so this doesn't happen again. And explain that. Like that's easy. Like that's it. That's all he has to say. Yeah. And he fuck he does that. Like just unbelievable. Just unreal. I, I I cannot believe that we have to have this conversation again. But like man, they haven't learned a thing. Like not no. a thing. No, he hasn't learned a thing. Again, man, like he literally is just saying, I threw so much money at this, I shouldn't have to hear about it anymore. Yeah. And it's like that's I fired not my how buddies. Pardon? That's just not how this works. Like at no. all. No, 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 no. My like I, you, I was watching the Steve Dangle podcast, and he said it exactly, though, to be honest with you. There's some things, Rocky, that money just can't buy. No. You just, you just, it's not going to buy us getting over this, man. No. No. Like, and you know what? I hope that every season's ticket holder that you have has called and, and burned the relationship that they have with the team. I hope that every sponsor of the Chicago Blackhawks pulls their sponsorship. I hope that you are broke. I hope this team is a burden on you now. You jackass. Like, if, if he doesn't want to deal with this, sell the team. Fuck off. Get out of our league. Honestly, we did. Like, That's... you absolutely have. We, we, it, every day, the need for the Chicago Blackhawks and its ownership group gets less and less. Yeah. Every day. Every second. Like, he he's taking, you know, an original six, one of the most important teams in the league. And just fucking driving them into the ground. Throwing a grenade. Yeah. Throwing grenades. Constantly, everywhere. Just, just just so unnecessary. Yep. Just an idiot. I, I just, I don't know. Anyway, that's that's about all I have to say on that topic. Uh, and the, be- the best part is, actually, I got, I got another thing. And, like, the next day, Rick Westhead came out and said, Oh, guess what? We are talking about 20 again, 2010 again, Rocky. Because yep. there's here's three more lawsuits for you. Yep, I, I just like I'm 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 my knee is like going right now. Like I'm I'm triggered again. Like yeah. and this is I can't I can't believe we have to have this conversation again. Like it's just so like it's needlessly frustrating at this point. Like all it takes is them just being like, yeah, like just take just fucking eat the responsibility. Like it it's yours. Just fucking take it. Take this shot on the chin, fucking own it, be better, and that's it. That's all this has to be. And they're just making it so much worse than it needs to be for no reason at all. Yeah, deplorable. Deplorable. That's that's the word. Deplorable. Anyway, sorry for swearing so much there. As you can tell, this is a this is a topic that is I'm I'm quite emotional about. And yeah, that's I just I don't know. I really don't know. Anyway, let's finish this. Let's finish the show on a on a positive note here. Yeah. So, uh, fill in the blanks. Do we have any more to go? Uh, I think that was it. So uh, that was it, eh? Not, no not, more not a, the blanks for the day. Not not a great week for content, uh, for being honest. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, well, there was no hockey, and the uh, the exactly. All Star game is the least talent, least content driving yeah. thing. Like it, there's like it's absolutely meaningless. So. Yeah. <laughs> um 
So for next week, though, well, yeah. for this week in terms of games, uh, so let's go Olympics first. The men uh, play Germany on Thursday, the United States on Friday, and then China on Sunday morning. And Oops. I will get the women up in just a second here. This website is not great for the... Uh, in terms of users, let's see. So I believe the women play. So we've got the Russians tonight. We've got the States on Monday, and then it goes into the knockout stages. I don't know how that's going to look entirely yet. Uh, and then the Habs play Tuesday. We've got the Devils. Thursday, we've got the Capitals. Saturday, the Blue Jackets. And Sunday, the Sabres. That is our week of hockey. Uh, what about the Leafs? So for the Leafs, we are uh, in Toronto versus the versus the Hurricanes tomorrow, Monday night, uh, followed by a nine o'clock game in Calgary on Thursday, uh, and then Saturday seven p.m. Uh, in Vancouver. So that's the week, and then uh, yeah, obviously we'll have a show on the Sunday, but then we go and play in Seattle the first time uh, the following Monday. So that'll be fun. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I should say all the Canadians games are at home. We're finally we got a home stretch here. Finally, that's good. Yeah, yeah. This should be a jam-packed month of hockey the rest of this month. So I'm I'm quite excited about that. Um, because we've been you know two times a week isn't cutting it anymore. Jesus, no. it's actually so frustrating. Like, anyway. So hopefully that's going to come to an end, and we'll be uh, we'll be rolling here. They went into the All-Star game, All-Star break hot, winning, I believe it was five in a row. Yeah, Islanders, Ducks, Wings, Devils, Devils, five in a row. Uh, Coming out against the Hurricanes, obviously the Hurricanes are a really, really good hockey team. They are. So, uh, should be a tough game tomorrow, but uh, it'll be a fun one to watch. You always like to see your team go up against the other other better teams in the league. Give yourself a little bit of a measuring stick where you're at. No, you don't. Not if you're a Habs fan. Not if, well... (laughs) When you are a top team in the league, you like to go up against other top teams just to kind of pitch yourself, see where you are, see where you're at. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah, that's uh, that's what we got coming up. And, um, yeah, very exciting. I, uh, I do believe that is everything for the week then, Ave. Okay, well, episode 45. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks again to TGEM for powering us and hosting us on on your platform yeah we will talk to you again sunday we're gonna go play some hockey ourselves